Welcome in. It's Thursday. We've almost got this week wrapped up, don't we? Well, it's April 1st, so we are into the second quarter of 2021. I'm going to do something tomorrow that I think will be a little bit interesting, and then hopefully I'm going to extrude what we're going to do tomorrow into a longer video that I'll post that you can download Taking a look at some of the things going on around the charts of the United States, we're going to look at the natal chart back in July 4th, 1776, and then take a look at solar arc and the current transits. So I've been digging around on this, and we'll project out over the next few months, and then we'll take a look a couple of years out, because I think there are some interesting developments that are worth us examining and Uh, bringing into our consciousness. So I'll do that tomorrow, at least the introductory version, and then hopefully I'll have the video up um, maybe even through the weekend. Now, the moon moved into Sagittarius while those of you in the United States were sleeping. It was at 1.58, call it 2 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm curious, have you guys, anybody been feeling extra tension? I've been feeling it the last couple of days. So I was looking at the chart from that angle. And yeah, there is a lot of Aryan energy right now, which of course is ruled by Mars, which can be aggressive. And that was what I was feeling. So right now we have Chiron, the Sun, Venus, and of course the new planet we're starting to get familiar with, Eris, which has been in Aries forever and will be probably for the rest of most of the lives of people listening to this because it moves so slowly. But we will have Mercury in Aries next week. So that will put a lot of stack of energy in Aries. And of course, as that stack holds just for a brief little bit, because Venus will move out quickly. So you have two fast movers, one coming in, one going out. But it will be throwing off aspects from that energy. There aren't any aspects of particular note that would be of any big concern. However, we are kind of under this predominant theme of this shifting energy. So maybe as we are transiting through and this is Aries season and the sun is in there, that we're just feeling more edgy right now. And when we turn to our keywords that we've been following, that kind of confirms that edginess as well, because these themes that we've been talking about, change, passion, disease, crisis, those are the top energies for today. Now, let's take a listener question from our funastrology.com website. You go right to the top. You can record the message in your own voice. And we have a great question about love and the moon. Hi, Thomas. First of all, I wanted to thank you. I found your podcast uh, this time last year at the beginning of the pandemic. I was working in public health. It was one of the hardest times of my life. Every lunch hour, I would sit down, turn on the Fun Astrology podcast, the Mind Mastery podcast. You guys got me through so many rough times. I'm in a better place now. I'm in a different career. I've gone through a lot of shadow work and I want to thank you for that. And my question is, is me and my fiance are getting married this summer. Four years ago on June 24th, we met on a new moon and we are eloping on June 24th this year, which happens to be a full moon. And now we have our wedding planned for July 23rd, which is another full moon. So my question for you is, Is it a good idea to get married on a full moon? What's with the synchronicities of meeting on a new moon, getting eloped and married on a full moon? It's almost like full cycle complete. I want to know what you think. 
Well, I think I am honored by your comments. And to think that our podcast helped get you through the early days of COVID is nothing short of remarkable. Because I'll tell you, like you and everybody else on the planet, we were struggling. So thank you for that very, very much. Now, let's dive into your questions. So I've rolled up and took a look at the moon in June when you're eloping, and it will be in Sagittarius. And I would say, ho, 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 good planning. If you are eloping in June under a Sagittarian moon, you'd better be doing something fun. It better be in a cool place, too, because that is all about having fun. Now, the moon on in July is going to be close to the south node. So what that might do is it could set a little bit of tone to this relationship that you are going to be dealing with some past stuff. And you're probably laughing right now because you probably already have, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Well, there it will continue. Now, the other thing that I'm looking at on these June aspects, you know, like right now, there's just not that much going on in the chart, inside the chart with the aspects. Boy, that changes a lot because in June, this thing looks like somebody dumped a pile of spaghetti on the plate. There are aspects basically between every planet. The sun will have just moved into Cancer. There is a quincunx aspect between the moon and Uranus. So that's uh, basically a direct on quincunx. That'll keep things interesting for you, for sure. But the other aspects are way too many to describe. Now, on the official wedding marriage ceremony time in July, under that full moon in Capricorn, a whole lot fewer aspects and none from the moon itself. I love your idea about completing the cycle. I think that is spot on. And the thing about anything dealing with the moon is we are talking about change. You know, the moon changes signs about every two and a half days on average. It affects our lives in so many ways. And so what you're capturing is the cycle and flow of the moon through the signs, and you're catching it at the peak, the pinnacle, the top, the greatest energy. I love your plan. I think it is great, and you are joining your lives together under the maximum amount of energy for that month. And I think that's fantastic. Doing it in Capricorn means it's going to be more structured, but I think that's something for the two of you, and you've probably discussed this. Is your marriage technically a Sagittarian moon or a Capricornian moon? And because you're eloping under Sagittarius, we could maybe say, well, okay, there's the uh, original connection. And then you're laying the structure and the foundation under Capricorn. Yeah, that works. Thanks for a great question. Go to funastrology.com and up at the top if you'd like to ask one and we'll take it on when we have some time. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the United States charts. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye.